Hopefully everybody had a uh, safe 4th of July celebration. Yeah, we don't want any fingers or toes or limbs to be blown, blown away. Off. Yeah, I one of my friends actually did that. I don't remember what he was holding in his hand, but he lost a couple of fingers on oh his my left hand. Luckily, it wasn't his like dominant hand, <laughs> but I still was like, oh, my man, that, that sucks. sucks. Yeah, but yeah. Hopefully, everybody had a safe and fun weekend and fun with family and recovering nicely. Yeah. Yes. Hopefully, your hangovers have a <laughs> right. You know, and your sunburns are like healing mine. nicely. Yeah. Hopefully, they're healing nicely. So, but uh, yeah. What we want to talk about today, because this has kind of been on our list for a while. It has. Um, we want to talk about some toxic diet cultures that are out there because <sighs> this it hasn't shown up as much on my TikTok anymore. But I did kind of deep dive into it when it was. Um, have so have you heard the term before I said anything to you? Have you heard the term almond moms? Uh, I think I did in passing, but I didn't really fully understand what it was. Yeah. So for those that don't know, what is an almond mom? An almond mom is a mom who is a little bit bought into diet culture, a little bit of an obsession with healthy eating, with her body image, with her daughter's body image, maybe a little bit of an obsession with fitness, but it tends to veer on the side of overdoing it. Basically, a giant red fucking flag. Uh, yes. And I want to preface this, too, with saying, like, I, these moms are honestly just trying to do the best they can. They they really are. I think for the most part, they want their kids to be healthy and they don't see it as they're stepping over the line of right. caring and being, like, toxic. I agree with you on that. Um you did a great job playing devil's advocate there. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I, I try. You know, everything really in moderation. And that's that's what it boils down to. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, water can make you super sick if you take too much of it. Mm -hmm. You know, everything. Everything yeah. can make you super sick if you do too much of it. So, you know, like you said, I don't think that these mothers intentionally... Uh, are trying to harm themselves or their children. Um, but, you know, in, uh, in their own mind also, you know, they, well, not in their own mind, I should say, but in our culture also, it doesn't help the fact that the things that are being taught to everyone isn't correct. You're, yeah. Correct. You are not wrong. A lot of it's super toxic. It is. Um, well, I think a lot of people take it to the extreme and they sell it as like, this is normal. They do. But I think also they get an idea in their head that something is quote unquote bad. Mm -hmm. And then, well, you need to that completely out of your, your life. Mm -hmm. And that's not, I, yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Well, okay, so how this got started, or at least how it kind of became popular in pop culture, to use this term, uh, it actually stems from the real housewives of Beverly Hills. Of course it does. Of course it does. Um, the supermodel Gigi Hadid, is that how you say it? H-A-D-I-D? Hadid? Gigi sure. Hadid? Sure. Um, her daughter Yolanda had called her this one day and was telling her that she just felt really faint and didn't feel well. And her mom's like, oh, just have a couple of almonds and chew them really, really well. And you'll feel so much better. Like that was her whole thing is eating almonds. And that's kind of where this stems from of like, you know, you don't want to eat too much, but just eat. Eat something light, which I suppose is almonds. 
in her book. I mean, okay. If the girl, Mm -hmm. the daughter, Mm -hmm. was feeling faint due to lack of nutrients, the mom isn't, isn't wrong in saying, here, have a handful of almonds, try it, see how your body reacts to it. If you start to feel a little better, then have some more or have something else to go with it. Oh, she made this whole, because it became a thing. The mom like made a TikTok this last September, because I guess it's kind of gone viral again. She did a whole TikTok of her like walking around with this big bowl of almonds, just eating them. Oh, I was like, what the hell? And, you know, just kind of playing on the joke. But I it's can't like, imagine what her poops like. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. And I, I don't know. But I mean, there are signs that you are an almond mom. And I can tell you right now, I did not grow up with an almond mom. <laughs> no, I didn't either. I didn't at all. Um, a good podcast actually to listen to about almond moms is uh the straight candid podcast they apparently both of these girls grew up with almond moms Mm. both of them did i was like oh i'm sorry that'd be rough yeah and then they're kind of like well because there's a lot of traits from their moms that have kind of passed on to them and they're like does that make me an almond mom you know, like they don't want to buy cookies. They want to buy the stuff to actually make the cookies. I don't think that makes you an almond mom. Though. No, I think it's just more like you are being cautious of what you put in your kid's body. But um, one of them was saying how like, you know, there weren't snacks in her house. So she would have like her favorite snacks, quote unquote, were like chocolate chips or mini marshmallows Mm. and they said that's actually a sign of a almond mom you don't have snacks but you're you you're an ingredient mom Mm. you know (laughs) and i didn't i really didn't Mm. have any almond moms around growing up i did have one of my friends her mom was a little more health cautious so they drank like skim milk and she liked to cook, so she made things from scratch. But I never really considered her. Yeah, I was going to say, I, you know, growing up, I don't think I ever really encountered one. And if I did, I didn't, uh, it didn't register in my head. No. But I don't even recall ever hearing uh, from any of the girls in my school having to deal with moms that were like that. Well, I think the moms more of like, I mean, the big fitness boom kind of came in the 80s you yeah. know with uh what's I mean, her name so like my sit my oldest sister mm-hmm. i wouldn't consider her to be an almond mom because she never uh told her kids that they couldn't have certain foods yeah um but you know for a while there she was a stay-at-home mom so she would only buy ingredients to make cookies to make cakes to make uh any food really mm-hmm. but in that aspect she also actually made those things and had them on hand. Yeah. So it wasn't, so there were snacks on hand. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they were just homemade. And there's nothing wrong with that. That, mm-hmm. to me, does not make you an almond mom. Yeah. Well, here's some, a couple of things that are considered signs of an almond mom. The one I just mentioned, you live in an ingredients household. Uh, let me this is this is also an article from Delish if anybody is interested in reading the whole thing. I don't I'm just gonna say real quick, mm-hmm. this day and age. Yes. Uh the way that our economy is with uh buying food and how expensive food is, I don't know if that one rule really can maybe that rule with as long as you have other ones that check off for you. But I don't think if you only mark that one rule, I don't th- think that that makes you an almond mom. And, no. and it's because there are a lot of things that you that are cheaper to make as opposed to buying. Yes. Um, Sorry, just had to say oh, that no, real quick. That's fine. Um, if you do indulge in a snack, you typically reach for the following. 100 calorie snack packs, fruits and vegetables, air popped popcorn, protein bars, rice cakes, and nuts, naturally. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, I, I think if you're obsessed with like calories or for kids, the calories, yeah. Um, so, 
there are a couple things though that parents say like these almond moms typically say like and i i guess that's coming up on here but let me continue with these uh you also have a quote unquote healthier swap for popular snacks mm. like the smart sweets and yeah, that things of that sort. i hate those those taste like shit by the way <laughs> instead of eating you drink water when you're hungry no there was a big thing on there that they were saying like the the questions that moms will ask you of like well are you really hungry or are you just bored Ugh. things like that uh, we that... are gonna be diving deep into this it, fair yeah, warning yeah. listeners. And i'm so sorry let me tell you though okay and you can see this in the culture if you watch older movies for sure mm -hmm. there are so many references to like fat jokes mm -hmm. and i like i never really paid that much attention to it until now and i'm not trying to say that any of these shows or movies or whatever are bad right okay? it's just a product of the time um it's ugh, i don't Oh, here's another thing. Your kids hide food. Oh, okay. I think I think that's a deep sign. If you like, if like you get a snack from school and you're like, oh, I have to hide this, and kids are like, why? It's mm -hmm. like my mom won't let me have this. I got to eat it before I go home. Like, mm, yeah, that to me, making comments on your child's weight, I don't like that. No, I don't like that. I... Like your kid is growing. And, you know, I know there are unhealthy weights that kids can reach. I'm well aware. But also, you know, but if your child is active and uh, as as you are offering um, a variety of foods. Yeah. If they uh, appear to have a little bit more baby fat than some other children. A lot of those it's kids fine. outgrow it. It is fine. Yeah. It is fine. It is fine. Um, actually, it's kind of funny. Uh, my friend's son, uh, he live he lives with his mother, but then comes and stays with his dad on weekends. And uh, I'm friends with his dad. Well, anyway, so he's 12. Mm -hmm. No, or maybe he just turned 13. Mm -hmm. He's around that age. Anyway. He recently has started uh, really getting into this I'm fat thing. And he he is a growing boy. I can already tell that, you know, his body's changing just mm -hmm. just in the last two years since I've I've seen him in that. And you know, yeah, he he might have a fuller face than some other children. Um that doesn't mean that he's fat. No. And it's really a shame. I don't know who's, if it's just the culture, like uh, the social media. Could be. Or who it is, but uh, somebody out there is telling him that this is wrong. Yeah. And that's really sad. Yeah. Because it says That's here, how we end up developing poor uh, eating habits. Yeah, and that's how eating disorders start. Yep. And like these little phrases that people say, you catch yourself saying the following phrases. Nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. Bullshit. And a moment on the lips, a lifetime on the hips. Also bullshit. And you're not hungry. You're bored. I and honestly, bullshit I've been told part. that before. So, okay. I follow intuitive eating. Yeah. Um, I don't follow it real well, but mm. I, I try. Yeah. Um, and basically that is just kind of for those of you that are like, what's intuitive eating? Um, it's not a diet. It is just a way of living. It's just a and you, I know that sounds really cliche, but you listen to your body. Yeah, you and listen to your body. You if your body is telling you like you need to drink some water, go drink some go water. Go drink some water. If you're hungry, go eat go something. eat something. Exactly. And uh it's... no no foods are bad. No. Now I know somebody list some people listening probably are like, yeah, but when you start this, what if all you want to eat is McDonald's every day? Then go and eat McDonald's every day if you have the funds. Yeah. Go and do it. I guarantee by probably week two, you're gonna be like, Oh, I don't 
need this anymore. I want mm-hmm. something else. I want some fresh vegetables or I want I want to make this at home instead of eating this. Yep. Your body begins to crave. Okay, I'm backing up. The whole point <laughs> of me basically mentioning the whole intuitive eating is that they say, um, you know, when we're babies, we know when we're hungry. Mm-hmm. We listen to our body. And it's really not until about the age of two when we start eating solid, more solid foods and normal meals with mm-hmm. our, our family and friends mm-hmm. that uh, really diet culture begins to play in. Now, yeah. if you have a family where even at the age of two, you're being told you have to finish everything on your plate, <laughs> you're going to sit there till you finish it. That's toxic diet culture. Let me just tell you, I came from that household. <laughs> oh, Lord, I no, I didn't. Uh, I, I, well, they tried. Anyway, my mother grew up in that kind of a household. Mm. So, and my mom wasn't as strict on it, sure. I think, as my grandma was of like, if you take it, you eat it. Right. But, I mean, I don't know. Right. It's just how it was. I didn't have the... My mom always had snacks available, but they were always, there are options. There's chips, there's fruit roll-ups, there's, I I always tend to gravitate towards like the apples or the oranges. Mm-hmm. So, but that was just me. So, you know, at the, at the young ages, uh, you know, one, two years old, three years old, mm-hmm. uh, when, like I said, you're making these meals, you know, I've run into a lot of family members and friends where they're like, oh, my kids won't eat that. And it's like a vegetable or a fruit or my kids won't try that. Well, the reason why they won't eat that or try that is because you never attempted to try to incorporate those things Mm -hmm. into their diet. Mm -hmm. Also, there are studies out there I don't have, I'm going to be a Pearl Davis here. I don't have, (laughs) I don't have the the website to back it up, but I know that there are studies out there where they have taken picky, quote unquote, picky teenagers and have tried to serve them something that's not so typical. And, um, you know, there, there were some teenagers that refused to try it. Mm -hmm. Now, the next day, they had all those teenagers help them make this meal. Mm. Every single one of those teenagers at least tried it. Hmm. So get your, it might be annoying. Mm-hmm. They might be slow at it. Get your kids in there in the kitchen with you, helping you, even if it's cutting up one thing yep. or stirring something. Mm-hmm. Get them involved. If they can see the process of making it, the actual food item becomes less scary. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if you do have young kids, I mean, I don't, I, I'm not a mom. So, you know, take it and le- or leave it, whatever advice here. But mm-hmm. really incorporate a lot of different types of vegetables, even ones that you don't like. Mm-hmm. Like growing up, my mom always told me, oh, gross, you're not going to like avocado. You aren't going to like guacamole. Guess what? I ended up tasting it as an adult. It is one of my favorite foods. Dude, I love avocados. No one in my family does, but I love avocados. Yeah. They're so good. Yeah, I, I love them. But because my mom never liked them, mm-hmm. therefore, I clearly wasn't going to like them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I guess I just I just feel like if if we allowed, I mean, granted, you know, a two or three year old, if given the choice between a slice of pizza and a homemade sandwich, they're going to probably go for the pizza. pizza. Yeah. Um, more than likely. However, you know, variety. Variety is the key at that age. Yeah. And it's funny because, like, my youngest used to, I would come home from work and I would have my lunch because I'd get the lunch to go and there'd always be like mixed vegetables. And I'm not the biggest fan of like carrots and I'm not a fan of mixed vegetables for whatever reason. I can do them by themselves, but not together. I don't know what it is. And, and, And I'm not a peas fan. I just I've tried. I've tried to like peas. I just I don't like 
You know, you ate peas this afternoon. I know. Like, Like I I made a stir fry. Okay, but like (laughs) that, like that, I can eat. I can eat them like that. I can't eat them like the little balls of green mush. No, I get what you're saying. I I can't do it. And my youngest used to eat those for me. He would eat the mixed veggies. That's cute. now, like, he's, oh, I hate carrots. And I have tried so many different ways. My oldest doesn't like green beans. Carrot hot dogs, I'm telling you. Well, and the thing is, when my <laughs> when we eat at my mom's, she does she like she just uses canned stuff. So she has yeah. green beans, corn, or carrots is really and and that is a cheaper way to go. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, however, you know, it might not be that your child doesn't like carrots. It's just that he doesn't like canned carrots. Mm-hmm. I he likes raw carrots. See, but he does not like cooked carrots. Which, and that's okay. That, I mean, yeah. that's a preference. That's not, Yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. I actually have gotten him to like, to eat tomatoes now. He oh, will okay. eat tomatoes. Uh, it was, it took, we ordered a pizza from Domino's and we ordered a chicken bacon ranch pizza and I had put tomatoes, tomatoes. on it mm-hmm. and I put light tomatoes. I was like, I like a lot of tomatoes, but they don't. And luckily they're small enough. They're, they're small. And I told him, I go, well, they're to me. I go, you can either pick them off or you can try them, mm-hmm. whichever you want to do. And he actually ate them. He's like, you know, mom, these really aren't that bad. It's because you gave him the choice. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And then the other day when we were coming back from Branson, I, uh, he had tacos and he was, do you notice mom? I'm eating the tomatoes that are on the taco. <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> oh, like, that's cute. I was like, yes, I'm very proud of you. He actually ate them. I was like, see? And sometimes, like I told him, I go, and sometimes you can grow up hating something for the longest time. And then all of a sudden you try it and you're like, oh, this actually isn't half bad. He might like them on pizza. He might like them in tacos, but doesn't like them in uh, a pasta sauce. Or he might not like them chunky in a salsa or or whatever, you know, Um, or in a salad. And that's okay. Yeah. My goal is just to. Get them to try it. Yes. And like, I've, I don't, I've never been a cooked carrots fan. I don't know why. It's just. I'm not a huge cooked carrots uh, fan either. Unless they taste like a wiener, then it's fine. Well, yeah, you're right. (laughs) Um, But still though, I like, one of my friends told me that she couldn't get her boyfriend to eat carrots. So she said the only way that she could get him to eat them is when she made them with brown sugar. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say. Yeah. Make them sweet. They're called glazed carrots. Oh, man. Yes. Those are delicious. Those yeah. are delicious. And I'm like, you know. But they're should... still not mushy. No. But for... I, I don't know if it's because my mom cooks everything to death. Uh, <laughs> I think yeah. that's why. Especially vegetables. I don't think she quite understands the uh, steamed thing is like yeah. they're still supposed to be lightly crunchy, crunchy. and she just yeah and some people don't death. don't they, that's another thing is that you know if you like i grew up um basically going to my grandparents farm and my grandmother always cooked and they always had um especially around this uh time of the season <laughs> um they would have asparagus well bless my that. grandmother bless <laughs> her the way that she cooked them to death to Mine. the point where they were practical mush. Yep. I never wanted to try them because they looked. That was me. They they looked uh, awful. Yeah. But I don't know where I had them as an adult, but somehow I ended up having them, and they were they were a little soft, but they had like a crispy kind mm. of top. Oh, mm. I mean, they were delicious, and, and now they're one of my favorite things. Oh yeah, my mom tries to make them, and she just cooks them to death i'm like oh god and i wish she would let me i'm like you know if you if you cook these on like a grill or the griddle like she has a george foreman i was like you know you could probably put these on the george foreman and uh i don't know i was like if you put them on the george foreman maybe they would taste a little bit better or something but she just like pan skillets the shit out of them (laughs) and she does it in butter and garlic which is fine but good god my 
you pick it up, it's just limp. <laughs> it is limp as ever. I'm like, well, we tried. At least we have asparagus. <laughs> like, we're at least having it. And I know my kids are not going to eat it just from the way it looks, which I'm like. Presentation is, is everything. everything. It really mm-hmm. is. Yeah. So I I get it. And I've I've made bacon wrapped asparagus. I know that's not something you would be that's fine. leaning towards. But they taste really good that way. If yeah. You, you know, if your kids are meat eaters or like bacon, anything wrapped in bacon, they're probably more prone to try. I was going to say, you know, uh, with the canned carrots and like a canned mixed vegetable, uh, I bet you your children would try them unintentionally if it was formed in a soup. Yeah. And funny thing, <laughs> they're not soup kids either. Oh, well, that's all right, too. That's I a know. texture thing. Yeah. And and, and that, that is honestly a lot of people's stuff. That is what kind of boils down. Yeah. Um, This has nothing to do with what we're talking about. However, I keep seeing a shadow of, like, somebody walking up to my door. That's what I keep looking back behind me. I, there's no one there. Is the funny and there thing. is no one there. But every time <laughs> I look up... <laughs> This side of the room gets real dark, like somebody's walking in front of that door. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. And I've had some weird things happen here before. So that's not the first time I've seen something out of the corner of my eye. But anyway, that's just a side note. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. We'll like, we'll have a spooky episode oh, yeah. probably in October. Uh, well, not, we'll have more than one episode. Oh, yeah. Let's be real about if, that. If not before. Yeah. If not before. Um so one of the things uh i I don't know if you were done with the almond mom thing Um, was there anything else you yeah i was gonna kind of move on to like these yeah do it um these like fitness influencers that people get all (sighs) of their you know horrible information from from. yeah like there was a girl i used to follow i don't follow her anymore i actually have taken i i do follow uh her reddit page <laughs> which is so toxic in itself but i uh haven't been on there for a while i haven't checked any of her stories for like over a week and the reddit stuff pops up of like the shit that she's doing and i'm like i'm so glad i don't follow this girl anymore she uses so many skinny filters and she's obsessed with telling people like what size she is like she's Mm. obsessed with being a size small and she is i don't know if you've seen it but there are so many influencers that are obsessed with cottage cheese and they make oh yeah Yeah. they make the the cottage cheese into ice cream thing is still and like alfredo sauce like and one of her friends actually exposed her and she like showed their uh conversation that they had and she actually wrote back to her friend and said something like oh you just don't have the diet tongue and it's like diet tongue what What the fuck fuck is is that that? like what oh wow yeah but there i like i said i've stopped following this girl because and i had to follow back i had to can i ask who it is (laughs) i don't know if i really want to put her on blast just because I can tell you after. Okay. Just because I don't want to be put out there too much. Uh, she's probably not well known for you. Oh, okay. I then we'll do it. No, that's fine. I wouldn't think so. Okay. But, god damn. I had to unfollow back in December because I was just so... I Like, first of all, I have... Like, I'm self-conscious of the way I look enough as it is girl you be beautiful thank you but to have somebody on there who doesn't even believe that they're pretty and is doing all of this shit for like validation yeah from fucking strangers on the internet i i can't i can't and the fact that i and since i've unfollowed i've been so much happier oh like, yeah i can't stand and now she has like a new boyfriend and she doesn't even seem like all the shit she posts about him. I don't even think she really, truly likes him. She probably doesn't. Probably she doesn't not. like herself. So, no. you know, and you can't be happy with somebody else. No. Until, until you're you like happy yourself. with yourself. Yep. So, and so that's 
tall tale sign people, please do not believe everything that these influencers tell you or show you because a lot of them filter the shit out of their videos. It's one of the things I strongly have tried to in uh, infuse into my 12-year-old, 11-year-old, whatever, uh, niece, because she came to me one day and started talking about the Kardashians. Ugh. And I had, to I had to stop myself from rolling my eyes because I remember being that age. And I don't want... I don't want her to feel judged. She already, she already has the mentality of, I want to be an influencer. I want to be famous because I want people to like me mentality. And I remember what that's like at that age. Has she seen like pictures of what the Kardashians looked like when they well, first started? That's probably not. So <sighs> they have morphed themselves oh, and they have they the have. money to and, do it. And, and that's what I tried to tell her. I said, honey, I said, they don't actually look that way. I said, no, the internet, you can change how you look so much. Prime example. And they've been called out for doing this. Look and, at Kylie. Right. Kylie looks right. a thousand percent different. She was not yep. born with that nose. She was not born with those lips. She yep. was not born with that butt at well, all. And the other thing I had to really push with my niece um not not trying to call my sister out but i knew mm. my sister wasn't going to um was in really saying to her do you think that the kardashians are all all of them are happy with themselves yeah like think about it logically or do you really think that they're happy are they good people and mm -hmm. she's like, well, they're famous. So yeah, they're good people. I said, but famous doesn't mean that you're a good person. Mm -hmm. I said, are they good people? So many Do they do things for others that uh, would be considered good? And she really had to think about that. And she's like, no, probably not. And I said, just because they have a quote unquote pretty face mm -hmm. does not mean that they're a good person. No. And I said, mm -hmm. what truly makes the people that I personally have come across that uh, I find incredibly beautiful. One of them, my best friend, Jenna, I know she never, ever, I don't know if she listens or not, but like she, she, I know she's never considered herself to be super beautiful, but like in my mind, she looks like a supermodel, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, and it's all about, I mean, really that's what it kind of boils down to anyone is that it's all a matter of everyone's perspective and everyone's perspective is different. Um, yeah. Another reason. She's a good person. So yeah. that shines through. Yeah. And another reason why, like, don't, I know we talked about this in our last episode, but don't let some of these toxic ass men tell you that you are not good enough or that everything is your fault. Right. Or like you're fat or you're this or you're that. Because I see so much of that. You know why they're doing it though is because oh, they're basically projecting their insecurities their on own mm -hmm. versions of themselves yeah. onto others. Mm -hmm. And it's I think a lot of people do that though. Oh, they do. They and just, do. And just like I, I said, I've done it. Yeah, I have to. I mean, we know people personally in our lives that do that all the time. Yes. And it's honestly they, it's got to be exhausting being them, one to be being exhaust it has to be exhausting and you know you lose a lot of people in your life that way you do because and i know someone personally too that they like gossip queen or whatever the hell you want to call them but they are so good at just taking whatever information and going and talking shit about other people. Yeah. And my whole thought is like, you really must be bored with your life and unhappy with yourself that you have to project all of that shit onto somebody else and go around talking crap and thinking that it's okay. And then being confronted and people telling you and then you talking around it like, well, yeah, I said this, but this is what I meant. And you're still, it's like, no, if I tell you don't talk shit about this and you still go and do it and try to justify it, it's not okay. It's, I, uh, I no, hate that. No, I, yeah. So some of the things I wanted to touch on is, uh, 
you know, I, I, okay. This is kind of a touchy. I'm, it is very touchy. Yeah. I mean, I'm the largest I've ever been. Same. And that's due to many different factors. One, mm-hmm. I shattered my ankle and had to be bedridden for almost two months. Mm-hmm. Only being able to get up to use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. That was it. Yeah. So I gained weight then. I know I gained probably 20, 30 pounds. Now, I was already kind of heavy set before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was a little more active. And um, then... Before that, I started my jobs where I was basically like a secretary. So I was Mm -hmm. sitting most of the time. I wasn't walking. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that also helped gain weight Mm -hmm. and my age and, you know, all these little factors. Yeah. And I know that. I know that. Yeah. Um, And I still find myself, you know, making the jokes of, well, I didn't get this fat just from eating you know, vegetables and fruit. Yeah. Well, in retrospect, I don't eat horribly. I eat a, not always, I don't always eat a very balanced meal. No. Um, but I eat a variety of things enough that I, there's nothing in my mind that, or I try really hard not to label anything bad because really it's all about moderation well and it doesn't help that anything you buy is you know it's considered relatively oh someone say healthy but like anything packaged well i mean there's so much hidden sodium and living paycheck to paycheck yeah that doesn't help either you know getting cheaper items Mm -hmm. unfortunately here in the u.s it is cheaper for me to buy uh something like if like let's say fruit Mm -hmm. It is cheaper for me to buy a can of fruit that's sitting in a sugary syrup, which, okay, sugar is not bad for you necessarily. No, but Um, you should, what is it, like 32 or 36 grams a day or something like that? I'm not going by that because of the fact that that's in quote unquote average. That's not for me. Everybody's different. I I would say that's more... I, I don't include like natural sugars in that. That well, would be you like should. added. You know why? All sugars. Is sugar. sugar as a whole, mm-hmm. the molecular structure of it is all looks the same. exactly the same. Yeah. Your body utilizes it the same way. Um, and with that being said, so like I love carbs. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I love me some carbs. See, and that's the problem with the influencers, is they're telling you like don't have carbs or they tell oh, yeah. you to have low carbs. You don't know how many times I've heard carbs will make you fat. That's not true. No. Did you know that our brain alone uses 130 grams per day? Wow. And that's on average. That's an average brain. Mm-hmm. That's not saying Nyla brain, Laura brain. That's an average. Yeah. Um, and did you also know that carbohydrates help produce serotonin? Really? Yes. Hmm. And, you know, I think about it even, I mean, I've tried doing the low carb thing in the past. Um, I'm, I'm ashamed to even say I've taken pills to try to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. I have done, I have done the diet thing to the point where I've gotten really sick. Yeah. Um, and look where it's gotten me. I'm yeah. still, I'm still considered overweight, mm-hmm. you know, I try to be as active as I possibly can. I I probably could be a little more active, of course. Well, I think everybody but, could be. Yeah. But but you know, I do what I can. And there's so many there's so many new quote unquote trends right. that are out there and everybody is so quick to hop on the trend. I know I hopped on the um the fasting trend. That's and, really bad for you too. I know. And I lost 25 pounds doing it. Oh yeah, you totally can. But I felt so much better. You but... know, you know, not to dog on any listeners if they do this. Yeah. That's up to you. Mm-hmm. It's your choice. Weight Watchers is awful. Yeah. I know. Let me say it again the, like, for the people in the back. Weight Watchers is awful. awful. Any. Now, okay. Mm. If you're, let's say, 500, 600 pounds, mm-hmm. and, you know, you're, you, you obviously didn't necessarily get there 
from just having medical issues. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you, I have yet to come across, I'm part of a intuitive eating group. And one of the biggest, one of the biggest things that they tell you to do is to basically denounce any diet culture. Mm -hmm. And, um, so it's just really kind of funny to me that all these people that are in doing intuitive eating, mm -hmm. some of them around the world yeah. could be considered overweight. Okay. Yeah. But I have yet to come across anyone in my group that's 600 pounds that yeah. is doing intuitive eating. Well, I mean. And that's eating whatever the fuck that they want. Yeah. Now, when I first started doing intuitive eating, I love me some pizza. <laughs> I think I've mentioned that multiple times. Oh, I love yeah. me some pizza. Um, and I still eat quite a bit of pizza. But uh, honestly, there for a while, like I was eating that like every day, right? At, right as I was doing the, in, when I was really trying to follow how to get into intuitive eating. Yeah. And I did get to a point where I didn't want the food that I have in my uh, cupboard anymore. I wanted fresh things. I began mm -hmm. to crave pure things. Mm -hmm. And then I realized, okay, this is working. So by, by basically by giving, by giving, uh, basically power to those food items, you number one are stressing yourself out. Mm -hmm. And so that's going to raise your cortisol levels. That's going to cause you to gain weight. Yep. Um, and you're just basically by when the when the food stops being attractive, the more you stop your your yourself from actually having it. That makes sense. You know. Mm -hmm. Um. Now. I have come across some, like I said, I, I have quite a few 10, 12 year olds, 10 to 12 year olds that are, that I know personally mm -hmm. and the whole boredom with the food. Yep. And I've seen it and yeah. I have, I have seen it where they literally just had a snack mm -hmm. dinners in an hour and they're begging for food. Yep. You know, in that ist instance, I don't think it's wrong for a parent to say, look, dinner will be ready in less than 60 minutes. Mm -hmm. Why don't you have a glass of juice or have a glass of water Yeah, and um, go do something to take your mind off of it? Mm -hmm. Now, that's not to say that you're telling that child that it's wrong to eat. You're just saying you're going to be eating in a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if it was still several hours, then, you know, get out those almonds, baby. Oh, yeah. Let them at it. That's like my youngest. But, we have to tell him all the time, like, we're going to be eating in less than 30 minutes. He's like, right. well, I'm hungry now. It's like, I get it. Mm -hmm. But you will be okay. So with that, remember, I mentioned the babies. Mm -hmm. They they know when they're eat or when they're hungry and that. Mm -hmm. So when you get to be, like I said, four or five years old. After being told already for several years mm -hmm. how you should be eating, mm -hmm. your body begins to lose, your brain begins to lose that connection with your stomach. And a lot of people, that's where they fall into these weird diet culture traps. Yeah. And also people start, they start learning, they don't, they don't remember what it feels like to be like what right. actual hunger is. They're like, right. oh, my stomach is growling. Like your body is digesting. You just ate like two hours ago. Right. You'll like how okay. do you actually feel about yeah. it? Yeah. Like mm -mm. I, I always hated, and I'm sure for some people it might be kind of triggering. I always hated when people were like, oh my God, I'm starving. <sighs> no, you're not. <laughs> right. No. No, you are not. I've always hated the phrase, I'm dying of thirst. <laughs> I, I took care of a lady that would say that. And I'm like, you're just thirsty. You're not dying of right. thirst. Let me, that's not to get a little morbid, but I 
did take care of somebody who actually did die of dehydration. Oh, yeah, that must it's have been rough. Yeah, let I, I'm not going to go into the details of like how this affected her, but it was not good. No, okay, no. it's not good. It's it makes not my head pretty. hurt just thinking about it. It's it's sad, and it it yeah. So I absolutely hated when people would say, "Oh, I'm just dying of thirst." You're just thirsty, right? You're just plain old thirsty. Just stop it. <laughs> I I don't know how you guys. I took care of elderly people for ten years, and I have no idea how the fuck I did it. Sometimes. <laughs> oh, so God. I kind of I'm gonna piggyback on that. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I've taken care of quite a few individuals that mm-hmm. uh, have mental disabilities. I remember when you did that, and. You know, one of the things you will notice with people that do have mental disabilities is that they constantly talk about food. Oh, geez. Um, and that can be really annoying if you're not aware. Yeah. And you may say, well, why are they talking about food all the time? Think about it. That's yeah. the only choice that they have. Yeah. It's... Even Even if they, you know are told that they can't have X, Y, and Z, they still have other choices. That's the only choice that they have. Yeah. So while yes, it's very annoying. Mm -hmm. However, if that's the only, basically the only choice that they are aware of, Mm -hmm. that's what they're going to focus on. That's what they're going to become hyper fixated on. Yeah. Elderly people do that a lot when, and I get it. What else are you doing? You're in a home. Right. Right. You know, and there's also a lot of factors that go against them too. Like besides there are, Mm -hmm. they have a lot of, you know, there's a lot of mental things. There's a lot of disease and everything else. Well, and I think I get it. I mentioned it in the last episode, uh, your birthday episode, episode six, Mm -hmm. but the US, the FDA, I don't think I don't think that they're purposely putting toxins into our food, but they're not necessarily regulating those that are toxic mm-hmm. and saying don't eat them. Yeah. So in a sense, they are giving us toxic foods. Yeah. They are. I just read or heard about how uh, California is banning things like Tostitos. Uh, pizza rolls. Interesting. Um, and uh, uh, oh my god, something else. Yeah. What are those candies? They're sour. Then they're sweet. They're chewy. They're gummies. Um, sour patch. Kids? Sour patch kids. Wow. Why can I think of that? <laughs> Jeez. I don't know. Awful. Um. Yeah. Apparently, they're they're not allowing those the sell of those anymore, or they're going to be. Hmm. Um, and there's a couple other things like that. Um, and basically it's because they contain dyes Yeah, that a lot of food does. Yeah. I mean, we wonder why there's such a high rise in, in cancer. It's, it's because yeah. of these foods. Mm-hmm. Now that's not to say listeners, you shouldn't go out there and eat them, eat them. Just be aware that, you know, you can't, you can't just sit down and for two whole years straight eat. Sour Sour Patch Patch Kids Kids. every single day. Yeah. Moderation is key. Moderation. For real. It kind of makes me angry that California does that. Because California has, like, so many options of fresh food. Like. uh, Oh, girl. I don't want to get into that. I know. It's It's so expensive to live in California. Oh, I know. I'm I'm well aware. And that's what it kind of boils down to. Is that you think. There's food deserts around here. There's food deserts there, even oh, though the I ocean's don't. right next door. I don't doubt that at all. Yeah. I don't doubt that. I mean, honestly, I think on the coastal, and I've, I've seen it. I couldn't tell you for sure, though, but, like, those coastal cities, there is so much homelessness. Like, mm-hmm. Portland, mm-hmm. Portland. Oh, it's awful. awful. It's really awful. Awful. One of my good friends, Billy, she... Uh, She's actually from there and, and yeah. it's awful. Like uh, the story I know, she has. It's, yeah. it's funny because I've seen so many things where they portray Portland and they show all of these places and they show this stuff. And I was like, yeah, I've been there. Mm-hmm. That street smells like piss. Like, you know, the keep Portland weird sign. It, like all along there, 
because we parked right in front of that sign. It smells like urine. Gross. Everywhere. And there's the population of homeless people in that in that town. It's we're gonna have to do a pod about this. Uh, yeah, we we're definitely gonna have to because it's I a did, long, deep dive into that. I did find a couple uh, statistics that I thought were interesting. Um, I'm sure you've heard, eating fat will make you fat. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know that the brain is actually made up of sixty percent fat? Sixty. Sixty percent. Wow, I did not know that. Um, and fat is actually needed to absorb some, you know, fat absorbent. Mm-hmm vitamins yeah so it's needed um well that's another reason why you shouldn't eat low-fat foods right you should just eat the normal foods and moderate it so i do have quite the collection of uh no sugar added little uh packets for water Mm -hmm. i i i love those things um now for me i will only eat uh, eat. Wow. I will only drink, drink like a 40 ounce thing of water with those. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's typically one a day. I mean, that might still be a little too high. Maybe I should cut it back a little bit more, but, uh, I can't find them where they don't have the fake sugars. Um, and I feel like it, it is in moderation. I'm not drinking two or three cup loads of this Mm -hmm. you know 40 ounce cup loads let me preface um you know and for me it helps me get my water in i don't i don't mind uh just pure regular water i love regular water but you know if i can have it taste like something yummy why not i'm doing Mm -hmm. it see i i don't know i've never been on the flavored water train and that's okay yeah i just people have tried and i've tried it and i'm like I'll I'll just drink mine iced. I mean, Thanks. some of them are a bit much. I I do <laughs> like mine to be, uh, kind of on the lighter flavor, yeah, side of life. Uh, but whatever, it's fun and and it gets my niece and nephew when they do come over to drink to drink that instead of drinking soda, which, which is I nice. very rarely have soda. I actually have a liter bottle in my fridge currently. Mm-hmm. And I've had it in there for over a week now. And I think I have like an eight ounce glass left in it. Mm. And and I can genuinely say that the other times that I actually have drank, like poured that into cups, mm-hmm. I never finished the cup. So I probably have only drank half that liter yeah. myself. Um, I don't I don't drink that much soda. Um, I've, I've never been a pop drinker. Yeah. It's never been my thing. Um. Oh, I did want to just briefly say here, though, I found this kind of interesting because I I personally, I love the Mediterranean diet. I do, too. Um, I hate using the term diet, but I, I love the foods. Mm-hmm. I, I They're, so they're things I love the most. Um, but anyway, a typical Mediterranean, in typical Mediterranean cuisine, mm-hmm. 35 to 40% of it, of the calories, I should say, come mm-hmm. from fat. Huh. Makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, I found that kind of interesting. Um, also, in America, USA, uh, in a in a year, they will typically spend over thirty billion on diets. Wow. I, well, and note on that, Jenny Craig, like that just closed. Yeah, like that's. Oh, I'm waiting for Weight Watchers to do it, but they keep trying to rebrand it and redo well, it. Yeah, and they've made it so much quote-unquote easier and user-friendly and yeah and you know some of the recipes i actually enjoy i've had them before i just just hate the point system i hate well it's not healthy no it's It's not not. at all it's just like so i because i wanted to lose weight and everyone's like oh you have to be in a calorie deficit i Hearing, I, do I don't not... know if I necessarily believe that bullshit either. Yeah, that I know. And I downloaded an app to count my macros. I let me tell you, it infuriated me. I did it for a week. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm gonna try it. I've never been one that believes in counting your macros. If you do, I mean, by all means, you That's know, tough. It it's one, it's tough. Two. It just pisses me off. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck can I even have? Right. By the by after lunchtime, I'm fucked. 
So I'm like, yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm, that's kind of where the whole good foods versus bad foods food. go in. There is, there shouldn't be good or bad. It's all food. Um, for example, if you had a piece of fruit in front of you or a sugar cookie, both of them are going to give you carbs. Both of them are going to give you energy mm-hmm. uh, with minor changes. That's it. Yeah. Um, something I saw on one of these websites was nutrition is not black and white. It's it, very true. That's yeah. I like that. That's um, very true. And you know, for most people, food is more than just meant for fuel. Mm-hmm. It's a way we connect with our cultures. Yeah. It's a way that we create memories with loved ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about holiday time. Yep. That's yep. why we yep. have those. So, you know, I also hate that saying, oh, eat to live, don't live to eat. Well, that's not exactly a true saying either mm-hmm. because then you're missing out on all your culture stuff. Yeah. You're missing out on all of the memories with, uh, you know, your your family and friends. I, I think the only downside to that is like most of these and I know a lot of people aren't, but a lot a lot of these things. Well, I know a lot of people are. But a lot of these times where we eat like really good foods is always on holidays. And I know you and I don't always, you know follow the holiday that it's falling right. around but but those foods should be enjoyed throughout the whole year yeah you should have more times than just a holiday it should be more about getting together with family than yeah than getting to eat x y and z mm-hmm. that's kind of a reason why you and i like doing this too because yeah we eat and hang out and talk and that's um, the good stuff so if you really are looking to be healthier what I said, healthier, not lose weight, not mm-hmm. diet. You really should start focusing on your stress levels. <laughs> what stresses you out? How can you relieve that stress? <laughs> are you getting enough sleep and are you getting enough water? Stress and sleep. Those are one in the same. Yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah. for me. So, you know, like those three things right there, if you really start to focus on those, mm-hmm. I guarantee everything else is going to follow suit. Yeah, I completely agree. That's so I don't know. Diet culture is a scam. Yeah, I, it's so frustrating because that's all like I hate. First of all, I really hate the influencer culture. I really hope it dies. Like, right. Especially all these ones who are like, no, this is like I said, I've seen so many that push this calorie deficit. And basically, as much as that sounds like appealing, it's it's basically restricting yourself from eating a certain amount of food. That is. That's pretty much what it is. It's restricting. I just dropped my phone <laughs> in case you heard anything in the background. And then I just was like, okay, well, that lives there now. It's fine. <laughs> Laura just looked at me and smiled. I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but no, you guys, I mean... Definitely, if you, I'm not saying all influencer culture is bad. There are some really, really fucking positive people out there oh, who there tell are. you, there you are. know, they're like, it's okay to not be a size two. Yeah, it is okay. It's perfectly fine. You have cellulite. So do I. I have yep. cellulite. I have this. I have that. I mean, as you know, long as you feel okay and you're happy, that's what matters. You know. As someone who is older and wiser. <laughs> Look at that. She said that. I know. Wow. I know. Uh, I have looked back on photos that I know in that photo that I thought I was so fat. Mm-hmm. And I thought, God, if I had only known. But, you know, honestly, it doesn't matter what size I am. I'm always going to have that mentality that I feel fat. Um I had a friend that, uh, that did, um, gastric bypass surgery. Uh, she didn't not to actually, I mean, she did it to lose weight, but it was more of a medical issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wanted to have a child and this was a good way for her to basically have a child. Anyway, mm-hmm. side note. Um, but 
even after she lost a lot of weight, she still had that mentality of she oh, yeah. felt large. Mm -hmm. And you do. You really and you do. do. You do. Um, and honestly, it's funny. As large as I am now. I don't think you're that big. I feel like I'm not that big. But then someone will make a comment to me about, you know, being larger. Not, not to be mean. Just, uh, you know, mm -hmm. casually. And I'll, I'll be like, oh, I guess I am. Or, you know, I'll, I'll walk across the room and brush up against a table. And it is funny. Like, sometimes I don't realize how big my ass is. <laughs> and I'll knock something over. And I'm like, how the hell did I knock that over? Did my ass grow arms and, like, reach out and knock that shit over? Like, how did that happen? I didn't even feel it. Like, what? You know? You yeah. Know? I, I feel you there. But mine Mine's not my ass. Mine's my tits. Like, oh. I yeah. <laughs> I think I'd rather have my ass because I tell you what, oh. I wouldn't want the back pain with the tits. Girl, I'm telling you. <laughs> I was telling someone, I go, I wish that these were smaller and my ass was bigger. I would look more proportioned. I would look better. I wouldn't have this fucking back pain. <sighs> I'm telling you. Like big boobs sucks. Like at least Well, you know, big asses aren't everything either. No, no. If I had a big ass, I don't know if someone's looking at it. My boobs, I know when you're fucking That's staring true. at my that tits. Is that I is fucking no. But you do know when somebody's looking at your ass. You do. But if I'm walking away, I don't give a shit. Yeah, no, I that's can also see true. if that's I'm talking true. to you, I know you're staring at my tits. Yeah, I see. I I see your eyes, bitch, <laughs> up here. <laughs> like I know. Ugh. Yeah. God, it's. It, I don't know. I mean, no, I get it. Mm. I do. I get it. I, I don't hate them completely. I just have gotten to a point like I'm so sick of them. So sick sure. of them. And most people are like, oh, that's Nyla with the big tits. Yeah. I mean, back in high school, my because I, I used to be super tiny. Not to brag, but I was tiny and I had big boobs, which I would pray for those suckers now. I was like, <laughs> I was a double D. God, don't know that life anymore. And <sighs> my friends used to call me stick with tits. Oh my god. Yeah. All the time. And I look back at that like, God, that's awful. <gasps> that is really bad. I had no ass and all boobs. And I was I mean, you saw me. I was a skinny mini. Yeah. Way back when. But I'm I always... still find you to be very slender. I, yes. I that's one thing I try to watch myself when I tell people like I feel fat. No. Because, not I... you. Not you. But, like, a lot of people, if I say that, they're like, you're not fat. And it's like, it's not that I'm fat, but I am heavy for being thin. Right. That's so I heard in an intuitive book once that, you know, fat is not a feeling, but it is. It, it is, is a feeling oh. because I find myself every now and then going, God, I just feel so fat. And it's not. Well, and it's not always based off food. Sometimes, you know, no. women have, it's a hormonal bullshit. It is. Yep. So, yep. Or if I eat certain foods, they make me feel real bloated yeah. and like gross. And, but, but then there goes the whole like calling fat gross. Uh huh. You know, subconsciously, that's what I'm calling it. And fat is not gross. No. I've seen some beautiful women that are considered plus size. Ashley Graham. That damn, I wish I looked as good as her. Ashley Graham's from Lincoln. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Fuck, she's, she's beautiful. beautiful. She is beautiful. I love her. I follow her. She's she's gorgeous. I'm like, girl, your face is fucking amazing. Oh, I know. Okay. Her but, body's pretty banging. Oh, yeah. She just had twins, too, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's had... Oh, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Damn. Mm -hmm. She Good for her. Yeah. She's posted a lot of pictures of her body when she was pregnant. And as a lot of us would feel like a bloated whale, if you want to say it like that. She's beautiful. I was like, I yeah. love her and her positivity. She's amazing. But yeah, she's from here. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So little local celeb that doesn't live here. She was here um, during the pandemic, I think. Her and her family, because I think they live out by her. I think her family lives out by Gretna. Okay, I want to say, or maybe farther west. I don't know. They live around this 
general area, area her family. Hmm. But she came back and she was here for a couple months, I think, during the pandemic. Nice. So, yeah. But that's awesome. Anywho. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, you guys, I think we're going to end it on that note. I um, just want to say you are beautiful. <laughs> you are loved. You Don't are, listen to others except for me and, and Nyla. Yeah. We matter. We matter. No one else matters. Nobody I'm else matters. I'm kidding. It. No, uh, but don't listen to the negative haters out there because they're probably insecure about themselves, mm -hmm. you know, and there really is something to be said about that. Oh, yeah. That's why people bully. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh. And, you know, at some point in your life, you really got to just take a stand and just say enough's enough. I'm not going to care what anyone else thinks. Mm -hmm. Just be authentically you. Yep. Be you know? the main character of your own damn story. And the people that own are it. talking shit about you, or if they say shit to your face, they are not worth your time. No. Quit giving worth... it to them. You're yeah. giving it to them freely. Do not give your energy to them. They yep. are not worth it. Mm -mm. They don't care. You could get skinny. They still would talk shit about you and tell you you used to be fat. Oh, you need to eat more. Yep. Yep. So yep. there's, there's, yeah, there's a lot of positives and negatives on both ends. I, I do have to just really say really quick here is I am very proud of a lot of public uh, companies that are making changes to accept plus size people mm -hmm. and not make them feel uh, like shit anymore. Yeah, basically. I agree. Kudos to them. Yeah, they That's... all could do better, but they're at least trying. Mm -hmm. That's a step forward. A step in the right direction. Yes. So, but again, you guys, you know where to find us. We're available on like literally every platform. Yeah. That you can stream now. Um, uh, what else was I going to say? I was going to say something else. Oh, 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 oh. I remember. I remember. <laughs> My brain clicked. Uh, there is on, uh, it. I believe it's just on the Spotify for Podcasters page, which is our quote-unquote main page, I guess. You can support our podcast. So if you would like us to get better or you would like us because I hopefully, I, you guys, I don't sound like I'm in a tin can. <laughs> <laughs> I was told that, so hopefully I don't this time around. Um, if you guys would like to support us, we do have, there is a link on the Spotify for podcasters that you can, uh, which I think on Spotify there's when it posts, there's a link right at the end that will in the show notes, that'll send you to that page. And even if you want to just do 99 cents a month, we yep. would be so happy. And honestly, you know, if you're poor like me and you can't even do that 99 cents a month, uh, if you just tell a couple people in your life to listen to us so mm -hmm. we can get more listeners, yep, we, even, some, we would be so internally grateful. Give us some ratings. That's That helps boost us up in the yep. algorithm of everything going on. Yep. So, you know, we want to be out there. We want to be Keep heard. listening. Keep listening. We'll have, uh, I think coming up in the next couple, we might do a, a dating <laughs> one. I don't know. I don't know. We got to. I think that scares Nyla a little bit. She looks a little frightened over here. Dude, me and dating are not friends. <laughs> I can't say that I'm friends oh, with it either, but I'm oh. there's a lot of things to undress. Yeah, I won't even state my opinion on that, but you know. So, but you guys, we will catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye.